dog, you look malnourished. Get some bread, fried and egg, yo, you're trying to deserve it. And welcome back to Small State of Big Pigs. This is episode 168, the second to last episode of 2021, where we're breaking down the albums of the year. Opening take for Stephen O. Scott. What do you got? Yo, yo, yo. What the fuck is good? This is always my favorite episode of the year. I look forward to this all year. We'll be in the summertime and I'll be listening to whatever album's out. And I'll be like, yo, this is probably going to make my list. I don't know. And you know what? Today I was looking through my shit and that was the case. Some of those albums I was chilling in my car listening to in the summer were honorable mentions. They did not make my list. But yo, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy my boy Ben Nijame, aka Bane, the fucking brains in the fucking house. Bane was up? Dude, it's an honor to be here. Let me just say that first, first and foremost. It is an honor. I, I listened, the first pod I listened to you guys was um, the album of the year pod, uh, whenever, I don't remember which year it was, but it was one of them. It might've been last year's, but that was like the first pod I like actually like, cause I don't usually listen to podcasts and that was the first one I like sat down and like actually like listened to cause I had like some free time and I was like, man, I'd love to talk about my favorite albums of the year with these guys and here we are and I'm about to do it. <laughs> yeah, Ben, that means a lot. Yeah. Dreams do come true. Yeah. Dreams come true. <laughs> You know what? At all. Anytime you hear someone listen to this fucking podcast, you're like, oh, cool. Any episode <laughs> at all. So thank you. <laughs> it means a lot, man. It's true. It's true. Shout out to the homie. Yep. That's all I got to say. How you guys doing? Uh, let's give a public big take. Thanks to Steve Scott for saving my birthday on Saturday because I woke up and my fucking pipes exploded in my basement. And Steve Scott, hashtag plumbers of RI, came through clutch, fixed it up in a couple hours. And now my pipes are fucking, they could shine your shoes. They're so squeaky clean. Thanks, bro. Means a lot. Thank you for the <laughs> shout out. That's a free ad right there. And we don't care about it. <laughs> yes, sir. We <laughs> I should sponsor this podcast. Ads. I should have my should. dad sponsor the this fuck? shit. Yeah. Hey, yeah. And if your dad's listening to this, your son he did probably... a great job. Thanks, bro. So far, so good. Thanks, you've, you've raised a great plumber. <laughs> it means a lot. I like <laughs> like so much. <laughs> I mean, you know, what's funny. I was, I was telling my girlfriend earlier, like normally every, like every day I'm, I'm a plumber. Obviously I do like work and I just forget it. But like, since I did your house, I keep thinking about what I did. And I'm like, I just hope it works. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about anybody else, but if, if Oliver's fucking plumbing fucks up, I can't live it down in my own mind well, yeah it ended up being a legit job because so mm. much shit was ended up being wrong you're like the more you looked at it the worse it looked and you're like i gotta do a bunch of shit yeah so it was a shocking job yeah we had to make a low strip and a few hours later we were it we happened were good, and my pipes worked again yes sir drainage baby very important yep. all right ollie what are we doing here today boy all right we're gonna break down all of our top five respective albums of the year um Dude, it's not a draft order or anything, so we're gonna go five, four, three, two, one. We'll go, um, we'll go in an order. We'll all give five, then we'll all give four, then we'll all go three, all the way down to one, and uh, we'll save shout out slash honorable mentions for the end. Save them for the end. So if you've got any that just missed your top five, save them for the end. We'll get them out there. Wait a second. Do we get subtweeted? Did by Ben Porter, right? No, Crocs and socks. Guys from small states are a red flag. Wow, 
And then Ben Porter called her out. Can wow. you uh can you live tweet response that? What do I say? I don't know. I feel like I that's just, a Gilly would come up that. with a good response for that. What? I don't know who is that. That's a uh, she's a Red Sox fan. I, I follow her on Twitter. It sounds familiar. The at sounds familiar oh, for sure. Sorry, lady, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth? We just got so treated by someone that doesn't even follow us. No, it can't be. Oh my god, it is worse and worse. What is going on? I don't fail too. <laughs> I can't believe this. All right, sorry. All right, back to the matter at hand. All right, who's going first, Ollie? Um, well, I, I think we should let the guest go first. He is in a band after all. This is I'm true. in a band and I am a man who raps as well. Uh, brain, baby. you know, obviously if I put out my own album, I'd be occupying all five of my own spots, <laughs> but, uh, luckily that didn't happen this year. I will wait till another later date, but number five for me, I actually do have a top 10 list, but my last five will be honorable mentions. Number five for me is Little Sims. Sometimes I might be introvert, which is a rap album. I actually feel bad because I should know where Little Sims is actually from. I think she's a UK. She's a British rapper. Uh, she, I found out about her in like 2019. She dropped an album and this was her follow-up album. Uh, super good album. Just super solid, like, production and rapping, like, the whole way through. Uh, I'm, I just recently, this year, it's actually funny because I have two um, UK albums on my top five this year. And before that, I never really got into that kind of rap. But uh, she kills it. The production is very, like, cinematic. Uh, and she just, like, you know, flows, flows, flows. A lot of, like, you know, uh, like conscious stuff, a lot of, a lot of stuff about like her own life and growing up and uh, struggles and uh, how they made her a better person essentially. So it's, it's like a very, it's like a very positive album, I think, but it's like very, uh, it's very moving, especially with the production, but that's my, that's my number five. All right. Little Sims. Little Sims. Okay. Sometimes I'm, all right. I'm going to add that to my, sometimes I might be introvert. Okay. I've added that to my Apple music. Let's go. Steve, you're up next. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, I tell you what, number five, I had to go, I had to have this on my list. This is, this is very important. Um, and this is a shout out to Gilly right now. This is certified lover boy. And I didn't know where to put it. I knew I had to, cause I'm not a Drake fan. This is a, this is a known fact. I'm not, but this album personified 2021 in a lot of ways. And there are some straight jams on this album, even as a non-Drake fan, as a Drake hater, I would identify myself. But Knife Talk, that song is so gangster. And then you got... That is the best song. That is the best song. Dude, I was like top five, top three of the year of any song. Way Too Sexy. Oh, my God. Uh, Poppy's Home, when he starts going, Daddy's Home. That was fucking amazing. Uh, Then you got... You only live twice with Rick Ross, and you got uh, I am Y two with Kid Cudi, and what's the other one I wrote down here? Oh, get along better with your friends. Ty Dolla Sign, amazing album. You know what? Even as a Drake hater, I gotta give him respect. That was a good album. There you go. All right. Here to comment, Ollie. Nope. 
<laughs> Did it make your list, Ollie? Well, so you guys do like a discussion of all the albums at the end, or uh, should we should we comment now? Like, should I should I have a? Uh, it, it depends. I mean, usually we do a discussion at the end, but if you have a vehement hatred of or of a take, just you're you're welcome to just. I'm just not a fan of way too sexy at all <laughs> as a song. <laughs> it's just way too repetitive for me. Uh, I, I tried listening to that yeah. album. I couldn't get into it. I, it's interesting to me that you don't like Drake and that, but you liked that album. Cause I have other Drake projects that I do really like, but that album is not it for me. It is interesting too. Cause my, my girlfriend loves Drake, but she cannot stand that album. She won't like listen to it with me. She like loves all of his other shit. She buys his candles, like the fucking $70 candle, but she does <laughs> not like that album. Whereas I like love that album. That's crazy. Love that. Yeah, it's definitely, I've heard a lot of mixed opinions about that album. It seems like everyone's got a different take on it. It's got a little bit of everything, though, which is what I like about it, where it's not like, it's not trying to be just one thing, but I, well, we might talk about it more later. I was going to say, I'm yeah, sure it's it'll come up again when later. Oliver, when Oliver has it on his list, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oliver's number one, on baby. to Josh's number five. All right, so I have to talk about the rules real quick is mixtapes are out right you can oh, do mixtapes yeah. um i chose because not to. all right because i think i have to i really want to for my number five because i really loved i because i was just looking at it the info on uh google and it was like he called it a mixtape and i was like fuck i didn't know it was technically a mixtape um but i'm gonna use it it's wiz got wings wiz khalifa cardo and sled green sled Green. Whatever his name is, I don't know how to say it, but it's pretty good. Who is it? Who is it, Josh? Wiz Khalifa. Yep. Car- Cardo and and Sled Sledgren Sledgren Sledgren. I don't know his name. Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> if it was Slytherin, I'd know about it. But... <laughs> nah, man, it's a pretty, it, it's a, it's a good mixtape, man. It's like classic Wiz Khalifa with like. Uh, just newer beats, like Pop Smoke style beats. It's okay. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, I enjoyed it. I listened to it literally like back to back. Like I didn't even know it started over. So that's a pretty good album. Fourteen songs. Yeah. It is a good sign when the song when the, the entire album starts playing again. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, this damn, one I already. Heard, I heard I? this. Yeah. <laughs> I heard this one already. Yeah. All right, so Gilly, I love that. What do you that. got? For five. Um, coming in at number five, I keep flipping five and four, but I'm going to go with it. Number five for me is Still Over It by Summer Walker. I fucking love me some Summer Walker. Good little uh, little breakup album. I think fun fact, too, I'm pretty sure half of the album is produced by her actual ex, which is fascinating. Wow. Uh, yeah, I think London on the track, like, actually produced like i don't know a bunch of songs on it which is i don't know how that works she's like talking about him and he's crazy but um but no i just i love summer walker i think that uh she followed up uh the original to this over it with just more bangers my favorite song is the song with city girls uh with an x for a reason i'm driving right now sorry i can't really check check but um but no i think it's a, a banger of an album I, it might not be like the, like I would say it's like a 10 or anything like that, but I've just listened to it way too much. And uh, I, I need some of that type of song uh, and music in my life. And uh, that's where I found it this year. Awesome. 
I will check that out. And I'm also shocked that she was with London on the track. I didn't know that. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna throw out my five and four, and then we'll snake it back. Okay. My number five. I hope it'll be mentioned again, but I don't know. I'm going with J. Cole the off season. That was 2021. Uh, pretty short, but pretty very solid all around. Not his best album by any means, but I still thought it was really good. A couple songs a little overplayed, but that's gonna happen with guys like J. Cole and even Drake and everybody. So. Um, end of the day i had that at my number five i listened to it a lot when it came out couple a few songs made the workout playlist so that's right away that's a good sign for me what's your favorite song do you have one mm, i don't know mine was 100 mil 100 mil and i'm still on the grind <laughs> <laughs> i always i don't i don't like anything that 21 savage makes on his own but every time he's featured in a song i feel like it's just a certified fucking banger always Applying pressure. That's that's that the song great. that I get with on that album. Little baby. Dude, little yeah, baby. Yeah, that one was really on good that. too. That I haven't really checked really out little baby on his own, but he does his thing on features that I've heard. I feel like you would like little baby, Ben, on his own. Dude, I've liked I've liked what I've heard from him so far. I really should check him out. It's just like, dude, there's too many rappers with baby in their name. And there's too many rappers with little in their name, and it's like he's like in the middle of that Venn diagram. <laughs> Like it's just like uh, it's like that alone just makes it hard. Yep. But I will I will eventually like get into him. As long as there's only one code you need to live by. What is it, Oliver? Little baby over the baby. Correct. It's always <laughs> little baby, never the baby. That's fair. <laughs> Masterpiece was a banger this year though. It's that single from the baby. Yep. That that, that shit slaps. Dude, I was supposed to see the baby at Dean Vegas, and he got dropped. The baby. Yeah. For uh, Roddy Rich, yeah, the baby. Roddy Rich. I didn't even end up seeing Roddy Rich. I was I was watching someone else at the time. Oh, um, my number four. Gonna go right, get it right to right into it. R.I.P. to a Wakefield legend, D.M.X. with Exodus. All right, Ollie. I'm glad that made your list. Yeah, uh, you know I'm a. If you've known me for a while, you know I'm a big D.M.X. guy. We share the same birthday. Yesterday would have been his birthday. Saturday would have been his birthday as well. Um, and that's that album's got a, a few like classic DMX vibe songs on it and some really good features. Um, top to bottom, pretty solid. A couple of shitty songs, but that comes with every single DMX album. You got to take take it. Um, but sure, another another um album where a few of them made the workout playlist that just get me really fucking pumped up. So, um, like television, Oof. oh, that was great. That was great. So, so good. Great choice, um, Holly. Yeah, thank you. I'll pass it along to Gilly for his number four. So my number four is a little, I don't know. Maybe it's a little convention, probably not. But well, this, this is probably, I don't know, a little bit of a basic pick. I listen to like, I like to give everything a chance. But listening to this album, I don't think I've ever felt more connected to like a, a teenage girl in that <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo Sour. What a fucking album. Dude, it's just incredible. It's like front to back type of album too. It's not too long. It's just like, I don't know. I, if you haven't listened to it in full, I suggest you do. Take an edible or smoke a little something and just like vibe out to it and you're going to be like, wow, 
this girl's been through some shit. And it's like, it's just like a, I don't even know, what is she, 17? 17-year-old girl just complaining about a boy? Like, it's wild. It's wild. But, uh, but no, I think that uh, she's here to stay, but I, I don't know. I, I admittedly listen to the album a ton. Not just, like, the good-for-you, like, singles that, like, emerge from it. I'm going to be honest with you. I was not expecting to hear that tonight. Dude, it's a good fucking album. Have you guys listened to it? I haven't listened to it, and I don't doubt you. I'm just saying I did not expect to hear it tonight. That's all. No, that's fair. fair. (laughs) I didn't didn't listen to that, and I'm ashamed to say I haven't heard the DMX album either. I actually am ashamed to say I didn't really know there was an album this year from him. I need to check that out. His actual... Uh, on DMX again, his last recorded feature dropped uh, over the weekend on a Chris Webby song. Wow. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Oh, I guess shout out. Did you guys watch the, uh, the documentary on HBO of DMX? Yes. I did not. That was pretty good. It was good. It was sad. Um, who's up next? Steve. Oh, uh, no, Josh. Josh. No, I think it's me. Yep. Um, this is a little like out of my realm honestly well no the next two really out of my realm um but this one i mean not that he's bad but uh it's juice world juice world uh what is it fighting demons wow yeah like i really liked that through and through whether it was just like the production like i know it was kind of like repetitive and loopy but i mean obviously because he's gone and probably didn't have much recorded but I, I loved it, man. And I think what is, I think Burn is the intro song. It's one of the best intro songs I've heard on an album in a while. That was sick. Um, Damn, that so, just came out. I didn't know it was yeah. uh, an album. Yeah. I Honestly, honestly, I it hit me so hard when I listened to it. I was like, damn, this is, like, good. And he's he's gone. Like, I don't know. It just hit me some sort of different way, and I vibed to it real hard. So it just made it. That's awesome. You know, Josh, I never took you as a Juice World guy, too. So I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I know. Not that's the thing. It's fucking yeah, awesome. So, I, yeah, I loved it. This posthumous album from last year was dope. Yeah. The Legends Never Die album. I, yeah, I, I did hear a little bit of that. Yep. Do you guys watch the documentary? No. You've that seen all these documentaries on Dead Musicians, song. Huh? I know. Two in a row here. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Bill Simmons, right? It's true. It's good. It's, it's very sad, though. It's worth yeah, watching, it's, but it's like, it's dark. It is. It's dark. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not a fun time whatsoever. That's, I'm, that's cool. It made the list, though. All right, Steve. All right. For number four for me. And fun fact, by the way, Juice World's album does not make my list. That's so I'm, I'm proud of Josh. That's crazy. I know. All I, right. Yeah. Interesting. To my, my honorable mentions, but I did not put it on here. All right, ready? Number four for me is The House is Burning, Isaiah Rashad. This album came out, I don't remember, April, May, sometime in that area. I put it a lot of the summer. But um, the first, like, six songs off the album, you could listen to straight through every time. Absolute jams. And Isaiah Rashad remains, in my opinion, the most underrated TDE rapper and i'm talking about absol he's over him and lance skywalker pow i like that one what does tde mean 
TD is Kendrick Lamar, oh, J Rock, all those guys. Like you. Mm-hmm. His first like album out, right or no? Still the Adamant Way. Oh, uh, yeah, I think he had one. Uh, what do you have? He had like the Sun's tirade. He had an album, but it was like a while ago. Like I want to say like 2016. Yeah, okay. I thought it had him in Ice Forever, where it's like, oh, just you wait, Isaiah shot is coming. Right. Yeah, the Suns tirade. That's what it was. And then he had still be a demo. Wow, I can't believe I just got that. <laughs> that was dope. Yeah, that shit was. That was a good album. I gotta say, it 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 uh, it met expectations. It didn't exceed them completely, but it was very good. All right, Bane, hit me with your number four and number three. All right, number four for me uh, is from Injury Reserve. Are any of you guys familiar with Injury? Yes, Reserve? sir. Let's go. So, this album's called By the Time I Get to Phoenix. And I don't know if you knew this about Injury Reserve, but so Injury Reserve is three people, I think. It's the producer and two rappers. And one of them actually died last year. And this that. is the first album that they put out since. Uh, and it's just the producer and the rapper. And if you haven't listened to Injury Reserve, I recommend getting into their stuff they put out like floss i think is is probably like in my opinion their best work but like all their albums before and after are actually like all dope um but if you listen to those and then listen to this album it sounds like so different like but in such a good way it's like super experimental like they do it really well even with just the one rapper versus like having two because like they had to like change the whole dynamics you can't have like people switching off it's just the one guy and i don't even think there's any features on the album really it's just it's just them so they just get like super experimental and trippy with it. But like, it's just one of those albums that the first time I listened to, I was like, this is cool, but this is like weird. And I listened to it like the more and more I listened to it, I was like, this is just so dope, man. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's an album that like, I think it, it, most people won't probably like enjoy that much on the first listen, to be honest. But like the way this, cause the songs are so chaotic, but they like grow on you and you like, make sense of them over time is the best way I can describe it. And like, I don't know, at this point, like I've, I've grown to like really, really enjoy the album. And they do talk about uh, the guy dying on the album. Like, and he gets like, really like, I don't know. He gets really into it. Like the, the way he describes it, it's like very like poetic. So definitely super dope album. If anyone's an injury reserve fan, I definitely recommend you checking it out. And if no one's listening to injury reserve, definitely listen to any of their old stuff and this album, because it's all, just so dope. Their old stuff is like just straight bangers. Their old stuff is just like straight bangers, like normal, like fucking in your face hip hop. So that shit, I think anyone can in, get into. But that's my number four. Uh, number three for me is the second UK rapper, uh, like I mentioned before, Slow Tie, uh, with his album Tyron that he dropped at the beginning of this year. And I almost forgot about it. And I can't believe it because this album is so freaking good, man. And I, Slow Tie is someone I knew about, but like had trouble getting into like, cause like the accent and stuff like that, honestly. And this album is where it just like clicks for me. And the way he structured it is um, the first half of the album, the tracks are in all capital letters. And those are just like straight bangers, just straight, like hard hitting songs, like big bass, like big heavy in your face songs. And the second half is more like, I don't know, like, it's not even like that introspective, like some of it is, but like, it's just like kind of a more variety of stuff where it's like a little bit like softer and more melodic. Uh, but just like the variety on the album is crazy. Uh, like the beats are just so good across the board. The features are wicked good. 
just like awesome, awesome album, man. When that dropped, I was like, this could be my album of the year, but like the albums at my two and one ended up surpassing it. But that's uh that's my number three. And I definitely highly recommend that album to, to freaking anybody that is trying to get into, if you're trying to get into like UK and British rap, like I definitely think that's a great album to freaking to get into it. It's a great choice. I love that slow tie album. Yeah, but, hell yeah, dude. I think it is so good. Um, but is there is there a certain order? Am I passing to someone specifically right now, or is it up for grabs? I think it's going back to me going now. Going to Steve. Going to you? All right. All right. Oh, Anyways. great, great choice there, Ben. Hey, by the way, fun fact, Slow Tie is a member of ASAP Mob now. Oh. Did you know yeah, that? that makes sense. He has the, <laughs> well, he has the song with ASAP Rocky on the album. Oh, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That song's sick. <laughs> oh my god, such a fucking banger! That album is a banger, dude. It's so good, even it's with just, the accent. Like it, it's just so I couldn't believe it. That's one of those albums that I, when I listened to it, I was like, I, I came out of nowhere for me. That was and there's an fun. album in my honorable mentions that's kind of similar, but we'll get to that later. All right, all right, ready? All right, number three for me is "Call Me If You Get Lost." Tyler the Creator. Hell yeah! Let's go. Let's yeah, go. this fucking album, dude. You know this album. This is not my favorite Tyler the Creator album by any by any means, but it is a banger of an album, and it was really great this year. And you know what? If you listen to it now, and like, because I listen to it like when I'm like driving, like a, like a decent distance, like from here to Warwick or something. Like I drive, I was driving to Oliver's house to fucking fix his plumbing. I'm like trying to get in the mood. I listen to this album, like it's a concept kind of thing for me, where I'm like, you know, traveling. You know, forty minutes is a long drive. So, but like songs like What's Your Name. With fucking dude, he got everything he possibly could out of NBA Young Boy's voice. That every time I hear NBA Young Boy sing, like I've never heard him sing. Like this guy, he's like, "What's he go? Uh, think slow, cause I move fast." Like, dude, that's the most beautiful thing. You, you could never hear that. Like, this is the same rapper that raps with fucking Birdman, like out of the Bayou, and you got Tyler the Creator making him sing like that. He's got, the way he comes in on that song is so oh. smooth. Yeah, but well, then that way though, that is the most beautiful. Oh my god, that or um, uh, he got the like, like what I like about Tyler Crater in this is like he gets like the the best out of everybody. Forty two Doug sounds amazing in this album. Um, dude, but- Lucy Vert. Yeah, I'm not a little Lucy Vert fan. That's the best I've ever heard him rap in my life. I didn't think it was him. That's unbelievable. Even. Even my boy Brent Fias makes this this uh, album, who I fucking love, but sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. I'm done. But yeah, great great album. Anybody else can jump on that if they like. Uh, I don't like Tyler the Creator, so I can't say anything about it. You son of a bitch! I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm I know so- that's a big take, man. Like Tyler the Creator, like. I appreciate his creative ability. That's what I like about him. Yeah. Um, he's That's he's wild, pretty. So he much can sounds from him, like yeah. different ones. You're it, just not, a, not a fan of any of them. No, I just I can't get a hold of any of it. Like the closest I got was like a while back when like it was like him and Earl Sweatshirt, and like just it was like music like that. I don't know. Like I don't mm. even remember like the albums that he put out back then, but. Um, yeah, I was just Wolf. never into Tyler the Creator. Yeah, Wolf Wolf was one of them. Yeah, I didn't I I didn't really like Goblin. That. But just never got into him, man. I don't know. Hey, respect it. 
All right, Josh, why don't you give us your number three? Uh, yeah, very. This is very anti-Josh because I am on the record for saying that I also don't like this person, but I have been on a kick for the past three months and I'm riding the wave. And that's Billie Eilish. Happier than ever. Happier than ever. Happier than ever. I have been on a Billie Eilish wave for, like I said, a couple months now. And I just, I got a hold of this album. Uh, it was probably like October. And I, I was going to football. And it was just like a whole hour and 15 minutes of just like, smooth sailing clear mind and just like listening to her voice um and it kind of just changed my whole mind on it honestly um i don't know i don't know much to say about it it's just a really like good album it's there's like there's sad there's happy there's all the above i don't know i respect the hell out of that choice Billy Eilish is someone that I think even if you don't like her music personally, you have to admit she's like very talented. Like oh, she's yeah. got like a super, super good voice. Absolutely. And that's what you like I appreciate about it because I hated um what's that album where she's like sitting under the ladder? I, I uh, hate that when one. When we all fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> There's like Dude, one I, song. I like that album a lot. And I There's do like, like one... this album too. There's one song on there that was pretty good. I don't remember the name of it right now but yeah like i was never a big fan of her kind of like tyler creator like i know tyler creator does some amazing stuff too like i said but yeah it was a great album it was a really great album so this is kind of like the anti-josh year i guess but she kind of broke out of her shell though right kind of similar to lord where it's like i don't think it was what people expected right everyone kind of right. like typecasted them into like just doing the same shit that they mm. were successful in doing so despite them being like literally like teenagers when they broke out whatever way so yeah no i like it speaking of lord pure heroin is still one of the best albums of all time i don't care what anybody says <laughs> never heard it never heard it no i never what? listened i never listened what? yeah dude oh my goodness i just know the royal song that's a big that's a big take right there is it like i should listen to it yes all right. Yes. All right. I'm never listening to it front to back either, Steve. It's okay. All right. I know multiple yeah. songs off it, but I don't know it front to back. I'm a Lord fan. I love Lord. All right. Let's hear Gillies three and two. Oh, he's muted. He is muted. Am I up? Sorry. Yeah, you're up. Jake. Three I and two. I think went through a bit. Number three, ironically enough, has just been mentioned before. Also, call me if you get lost by Tyler the Creator. Let's go. I just like. <laughs> oh. it, it, it explained it well in terms. Of oh. Uh -oh. This is like an album. Oh no, am I chopping out? Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. A little, but you're good now, I think. This is a front to back listen of an album that I just like really enjoy, and I feel like this is like a. This sent me a message of like. Damn, like Tyler Creator's like we we know he's here and he's legit and everything, but for some reason this is what clicked for me of like, oh shit, he's kinda like casually making classics. Yeah. So I, I respect it so much. And the whole the, my favorite part of it is the whole like angle of the gangster grills mixtape style. I thought that was hilarious and well done. I think DJ Drama is a legend, so that was so cool. 
to just fucking hear that throughout as well. Um, and I just appreciated that a lot. It, and it doesn't even like, you don't even need like the singles on it. That's what I love about it. It's a front to back. Like you listen to it all the way through. You don't need to just like cherry pick a couple hits. Uh, but yeah, that's, I think it's one of the strongest albums of the year. And I didn't even, I wasn't even that excited about it initially, to be honest with you. I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll listen to this. I was like, oh shit, this is so good. Yep. That was a great review. I totally, I totally agree with you. Fucking front to back. I just love hearing people compliment that album. Yeah. I listen to praise of that album all day. It's so so cool. good. Even even the uh, the throwback feature of uh, Domo Genesis, like dude, dude. Oh, that's so <laughs> good. that was the fucking change, dude. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. You know what? My only review, like my only bad thing. I wish they'd bring it back, like, like Haji Beats or something. You know. Like that would be wild. That'd be like that'd be the fucking. Well, bring in Jasper Dolphin. Yeah, bring Jasper in or fucking <laughs> Taco or some shit. By the way, we might run out of time, so you want like if this happens, you want me to send on another uh, meeting. Uh, that would probably be a good idea. Yes, sir. All right, is it you, Ollie? No, it's Gilly. Gilly's got to do his number two. Oh yeah, I bet. Back to back here. All right, this is another album that has already been mentioned. Um, probably no surprise it's on my list, but it is Certified Lover Boy by Drake. My number two. Number two. Think, wow. This isn't even my favorite. This isn't my favorite Drake album, but it's uh, it's up there. It's kind of it's on the it's on the podium probably. Eh, maybe not. Maybe it's fourth actually. But anyway, I just from I listen to this album so fucking much. <laughs> even if like even if it's all a little bit all over the place stylistically, like I don't even care. The, I think Night Talk is my favorite song off the album and probably my favorite rap song of the entire year, to be honest with you. Um, and then what's also funny to consider is he could have, I, I kind of wish he included just for, to pump up like the the numbers of it, Scary Hours 2, because I think that was like, that also kind of partakes in part of my choice here because that fucking mixtape was unreal and the fact that he gave that as like a little sampler before he dropped Certified Loverboy is just insane. Like, cause those those three songs just took over the rap world for, for a moment there in terms of Lemon Pepper Freestyle and then, uh, what is it, Wants and Needs, that little baby verse. I think that's the best verse of the year in terms of in all of rap. Um, so back to Certified Loverboy, that was just incredible. I, I love it. It's so emotional. It doesn't get too much of the whole Kanye beef. In my opinion, I think he touches on it in a few spots that if you have uh, you're looking for it or you notice it, like you're you're tapped in, but it's not like over overbearing or anything like that. Uh, so I don't know. I, I just so fucking good. No friends in the industry might be my second favorite song behind Knife Talk. Uh, even got a shout out from Mike Yeba. Yeba's heartbreak. He gets his own song in the album. What the fuck? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> shout out Mike Yeba's dude. Must all have day. been a real heartbreak. <laughs> Even, right? I, I feel like every I listen to this album so much, like every month a new song just like really sticks with me. TSU is the most recent one where it's like I'll seek that one out specifically. Whereas like first listen through, I was kind of like okay about it, but I keep going back to it. I can't help it. Drake's done it again. <laughs> I can't believe it's not your number one. I can't wait to find out what it is. 
and uh, we definitely did go out of order. I was supposed to go there, but I had a brain fart. Steve was right. So real quick, my number three, this is where I'm going to lose people, but I don't care because album's fucking fire and it's Planet Her, Doja Cat. Fucking dude. Yes. No, that's a good, dude, that's a I need to get pick. into Doja Cat, man. I hear nothing but good things, to be honest. Album <laughs> is awesome. It's What's fire. the name of the album? Planet, Planet Her. Her. Okay. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Every, every single song is catchy. Incredible. And then my number two recently put out that I've been, it's been on repeat for a while since it came out, basically. Chomp 2, Russ. Last year, Chomp oh, was my number one album. To. Chomp 2, fucking. Top last bottom. week, Ollie. Yeah, filled with fucking incredible features. Dude, it's so, it's so, so fucking good. I need to check it out because the first chomp is my favorite work I've heard from Russ. Those like it was so short, but like those songs are just so solid. All right, let's pause it, Steve, and send a new link. Tremendous idea, Oliver. And while we're here, shout out to my boy, fucking G Baby, Jake Ruth, James Murph, Alex Fava, Mike Yebs, Tupac Shakur, Lil Wayne, and uh, I don't know, fuck McPuff. You know what I'm saying? Mid shout out, mid fucking episode, fuck McPuff. Okay, we're back from pause break. Hope you liked our intermission soundtrack uh, produced by Steve Scott. Yes, sir. Uh, Chomp 2. Yep, like I was saying, top to bottom. Chomp 1 last year was only six songs. This one's 14. And it like every song just delivers, just like last year. I will say I wish um, Benny the Butcher and Black Thought were back on this one. They're not. Dude, that song is so good. But, but. There are some, the games on it. You got a Jadakiss feature. You got some guys you haven't heard from in a while. Jay Electronica. Fuck, mm. like just incredible, incredible top to bottom. Loved every fucking song. Papoose. When was the last time you heard Papoose? Dude. I forgot Papoose is a feature on that, dude. I got to listen to that album, man. It's so good. Papoose, back from the dead. You remember Papoose and the GTA 4 soundtrack? Anybody? <laughs> every time i hear that dude's voice i just think of alphabetical slaughter i can't help it oh my god i'm telling you dude i got a song that i did like that inspired by that song on steve talks and <laughs> one day it'll see steve talks. yeah yeah that shit was legendary um all right i'm done gushing steve uh josh you can give your number two my number two is already mentioned um and that is uh, what the hell is? That? Oh my God! I'm blanking on the album name. I'm I'm ridiculous. Oh, the off season, J Cole. I I don't. I totally just blanked on the album name. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, the off season, dude. Punching the clock, dude. That's a great song. Hell back yeah! Back on top, back on top. Punching the clock, clutch insanity, dude. Hell yeah! He's back on top, man. I mean, that's classic J Cole. I know, like. Like Oliver said, I don't think it's the great the greatest like J. Cole album of all time, but I think it's it's like right up there. It's probably a a very close two, if not two. So uh, it was a great album. I, I listened to it through and through constantly. Uh, if I had a workout like playlist, they would probably put every <laughs> single song on that album on So and 95 South might be the hardest fucking song I've ever heard him do in general. Yeah, that shit is. What a way to start it off! What a way to start out. Right? Put that yeah, I, on your dude. head, you Luigi brother. Now, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he, he's unbelievable. 
Yeah, he's he, yeah. That that album was dope. I like it. You got a lot of usage out of that album. Shout out J Cole. It was a very good bounce back album since that, the one before. It was a little. Eh. It was a little weird. Yeah, I agree. What was the, what was the last one? That was the Folding Laundry album, right? No, yeah. that was that was no, no, no. That. It was um. Kod. Kod. Yeah, was Kod. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Before that I, was yeah, For Your Eyes Only, and that had Folding Clothes. <laughs> That's, I don't know. Just the best J. Cole song of all time. Deepest song ever. You, yeah. He wants to fold clothes with you. Like, how deep can you get? <laughs> That's what I've struggled with J. Cole the last two albums before this one. I was kind of like, he's kind of losing me a little bit, but no, he's, he's fucking back. You're like, at least he isn't talking about folding clothes anymore. <laughs> That's good. Trying to get a fucking Tide Pod fucking sponsorship. He's done folding clothes. He's back to fucking jerking off in class. Or he had him back. That right? was great. Dude, he just had to go to Africa and play basketball. That's, That's right. That's all he had to do. Was that this year? Man, we live in a, we live in a simulation, no doubt. That's <laughs> fucked up. That happened. I forgot about that. He's playing pro basketball. Age like 35. Yeah, in Africa. In Africa. <laughs> uh, okay, Steve, fuck? number two. All right, number two. You know, I deliberated about this for a while, but I was at Oliver's house, and I was doing some plumbing, and I completely just, like, confirmed my number one in my head. I'm like, you know what? That's what it's going to be. So number two. And I'm going to go with is. this, and I'm bending the rules. I don't care. This came out Christmas Day 2020, and I didn't get enough time with this last year. So this is my number two album. That's album, fair. Yep. You know, I don't even care. Fuck it. This number two album changed my life. I listened to this album a thousand billion times this year, and I don't care that some people think he's trash and whatever. I love him to death. This is Playboy Cardi, Whole lot of Red. And I knew it was gonna be <laughs> Dude, when I say that this album, like it would be number one, but on a technicality, I already told Oliver my number one was gonna be. So I'm like, you know what? This would be my number one if I didn't say that, probably. But <laughs> dude, when I hear the song Stop Breathing, I'm not kidding. Like, I tweet about this a hundred times a month, like on my burner account. This so- fucking song. Dude, it's like a fucking cheat code. It sends chills up my spine every time. I I actually blew out one of my speakers listening to this album. No shit. I listened to this song before I did the rematch Oliver, and I think I overdid it. Like, I think I listened to it, like, too many times on the way there, and I was too jacked, and my heart gave out before the the, uh, the rematch, and that's the reason I lost. So that's... So you're you're blaming Playboy Cardi for your rematch loss? Correct, yes. Dude, okay. Before okay. I got on this, I was like, I feel like Steve is going to find some way to work his loss in this rematch into this... Uh, into this <laughs> that's a fact! It's and Playboy Cardi's fault, dude. <laughs> dude, I would have won that by 100 points if I didn't listen to that the fourth time. The, th- the three times was enough. But, yo, uh, let me see. Uh, Stop Breathing, best song. Maybe my favorite rap song after Give Me the Loot uh, in rap history. That's like that's how wow. good it is. Uh, then you got Metamorphosis with Kid Cudi. That's a fucking banger. People don't even talk about the fact that you got Playboy Cardi rapping over Kid Cudi humming. That's fucking amazing. Also, we got uh, Control, amazing song. And then to wrap it up, the final song is Playboy Cardi rapping over Bon Iver fucking feel like dying which is also a shout out to Lil Wayne 2008 you know what I can't believe how good this album is god damn this is a fucking masterpiece it's Playboy Cardi's best album it exceeded every expectation 
thank you, Playboy Cardi. You changed my life. I love you, Playboy Cardi. And I wish he played at URI, but he didn't because it was too small of a venue. And I know that's not, it wasn't COVID. It was the venue. So yeah, done. There you go. Thank you for listening. Next. Oh, Ben is, by the way, now we're going to do Ben's number two, and then we're going to do honorable mentions, right? Yeah, we'll do honorable mentions before one. I'm down. Okay. So should I do number two and then my honorable mentions or should I just yeah. do number two? Yeah, do, we'll first. do yeah, number two and then we'll do we'll do all of our honorable mentions and then we'll all do our number ones. Okay. Okay. So my number two, actually, real quick, I just want to say for that Playboy Cardi album, because I'm not a Playboy Cardi fan, but I did like that album. I liked it better than Die Lit, and I like was surprised at how much I liked that album because I'm not into that style of music normally. So I do give him a good shout out for that album. Thank you, man. Uh, but my number two album is from a group that I've become a gigantic fan of since they started dropping music, which was not long ago that they first became like prominent. And this group is called Brockhampton. They are a self-proclaimed boy band. I, they're basically a rap group, but they have a lot of singing. I'll, I'll call them a boy band. Uh, the album is Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine. And this album is very close to being my favorite Brockhampton album. It's either number two or three. And it could work its way up to number one eventually, given time. But they came through with this album and like, it like, dude, it's it's so weird because they put out albums and every album I've liked from them. They started in 2017. They put out three albums in one year. And those albums are all fire. They're so good. I can't believe that they're all that good being all in one year. Next year, they put out an album, probably my least favorite album from them, still super good. Last year, they put out an album, awesome album. Would have been in my top five last year. And then this year, they put out this album, which is my number two album of the year. And it's crazy that they put out music that frequently and it is just so good every single time. Because this one, uh, so they, on their previous albums, never had features. This is the first album where they added features, and I think that's really what, like, helps separate this and makes it better. Um, there's a song with uh, ASAP Rocky and ASAP Ferg. Uh, it's interesting, so it was a song that was, like, leaked years ago and then had, like, multiple versions of it, and the final version of it is kind of, like, all these different versions combined. Um, some of the songs were kind of, like, leaked in other versions, but they, like, took every version of these leaked songs and, like, made, like, the best possible version and, like, added, like, new songs that no one had ever heard before. Um, and it's an album that I think, like, a lot of people could get into. There's a lot of variety to it. They, like, have songs that are, like, kind of old-school sounding rap. They have songs that are more, like, uh, melodic, like, you know, singing, uh, auto-tune type stuff. They have songs that are more like personal, like the two main songs that tie it together. Like it's like the light part one and the light part two, which like feature the same two guys from the group. And they talk about some like heavy shit that happened in their life. But it's like the the kind of the theme is the album is like seeing like the positive in life and like the light in the world is like the kind of the the whole theme throughout the album. So it's like a very uh, a very positive album, like a very good album, obviously, for like the time period, because, you know, even though a lot of good music is coming out, there's a lot of uh, not great shit happening, you know, just in general in the world. So it's a very like uh, positive album in spite of all that. So makes my number two. I think some of their finest work. And yeah, I recommend it to everyone. Now, this didn't one of them like get kicked out? Yeah. After uh, the first year, they put out a. Uh, that first three albums, it was like a trilogy, and then one of them got kicked out. 
He did and something shitty, right? What's up? He did something real shitty, didn't he? Yeah, it was, it was like a, it was a few different things. It was like some stuff about um him like abusing women, and then there was yeah, also yeah, he yeah. like set up one of the other members to like get robbed at some point. So it's oh like multiple, what multiple what? Dude, they talk about it on their last album. They have a song where the guy fucking talks about it. It's it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. He literally talks about like how he set him up or set. I, it was either him or his friend. He set up him or a close friend of his to get like robbed, essentially. I did so, not know that part. That's crazy. All right. Yeah. Um, let's do uh let's get out some honorable mentions before we go through our number ones for everybody. Yeah. I've been hitting right. hit us with it. I'll do the honorable mentions. Um, so this would basically be my number 10 through number six if I had to do it. Uh, J. Cole, the off season is one of them. Uh, obviously you guys have talked about this album already, so I don't need to get into it more for me. I'm, I really, as far as albums I've listened to from J. Cole, I've only really listened to, uh, Forest Hills drive onward. The rest of his albums before that I haven't listened to front to back. So for me, from everything from Forest Hills drive to this, album, this, I think is his best work, like by a pretty good margin, honestly, I don't know about the stuff before that, but personally, I would say that. Next honorable mention, Kanye West, Donda. Um, people always like, you know, you're going to have people with different feelings about Kanye West. This album, I think that it's super long, but he managed to make most of it like really good. There's definitely some songs that I think could have been left off, but I think overall it was really solid. And I think the rollout for this album was super crazy with the live shows and stuff. Like I got to take that into account. It was super dope. Um, next honorable mention, uh blue blu yeah that's a mine that's my little yeah, dude. i uh i think you tweeting about this album was the only reason i was aware it even dropped because i he dropped an album last year with exile and that was one of my favorite albums of the year and then yes this came out i liked his album from last year a little bit more but this album's super good man it's just super super solid he's like rapping over a lot of like you know there's al- almost uh some songs that's like blues rap like he's rapping over like blues sounding stuff like j- really good jazz rap really solid stuff a lot of uh wordplay on the color blue which is like always prominent in his work but like he does it like you know a yeah. lot on this album um next honorable mention Nas King's Disease 2 yes uh, thank you yes this album was fucking sick this album was nuts dude because King's Disease was like really really solid and I was like you know, Nas is at a point in his career where I don't necessarily, as good as he is, I don't necessarily expect albums that like stick with me that much. And King's Disease, I was like surprised by it. And then this was even better than it, in my opinion. King's Disease 2 was even better than King's Disease 1. Fucking awesome album, awesome production. The fucking song with Lauren Hill. Oh, I, I, I was just going to say that. Dude, the fact that she's not even saying this, she just has a straight verse. Like it's just fucking her rapping like super super dope album all around and of course there's the eminem song which gets me every time so yeah dude that song is crazy that's the first time Nas and eminem have ever collabed which is legendary yep. which Boy. is wild to think about like 30 years each and this is yeah. the first time yeah two of the most prominent did the song with jay-z on that album mm, jay-z yeah right no i don't think so i don't think jay-z is on that album because there's a single in the last year have you guys heard that with Nas and Jay-Z and they both just fucking mail it in so hard <laughs> no, I've not it's heard it oh there's there's a music video and everything it's like well I, I was just curious if it was actually on that album like, no. I listened to it when it came out but because it's it, it, 
comment I have to make about that album is Hit Boy like over the past couple years has definitely been absolutely killing it with like almost everything he touches he his pro- production on that album is amazing um but my last honorable mention is the one the other album that I was very surprised that made it this high up on my list essentially it's Megan the Stallion something for the hotties dude this album is just so many bangers, dude. I, I like it. It could have made my top five. That and the Nas album. The hotties. The the hotties. Going for the hotties. <laughs> I, I always sound like I'm like Shakespearean when I say that. Like Megan Me Stallion. Like uh, it's a great album. Megan Me Stallion. Um, that's how I but felt no, a couple years album... ago when with Cardi B's album. I was like, I actually really like this album. What is wrong? Yeah, you were me? all over that. I think that you was were. Album for the album of the year for 19, right? I, might, I think it was, yeah. I think it was either. It was definitely like top three. Yeah, I think it was your your top. It might have been. I, I know it was mine. I remember we argued about that with, uh, with Lindsey Bond. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say the only other album I listened to her front to back is uh the fever which is like the album that like basically kind of like got her big and like i listened to that i heard a bunch of songs from her and i was kind of on the opinion where i was like this is dope but i feel like if she like keeps like the hot girl style for too long it's gonna get stale and then she dropped this and it's like she went to like a thousand within it and it worked like it just like ended up being like the best shit i ever heard from her and now i'm like okay where's she gonna go from this because this album is just like that to like the utmost degree, just like bangers front to back. Um, and yeah, it definitely is. Last year. What's that? I like She dropped Good News last year. That was like her biggest album drop. I thought that was pretty good too. Yeah, I haven't listened to that one front to back. I've just heard songs from it. But I should listen to it. But yeah, that's it for my honorable mentions. So I'm going to zoom through mine real quick. I have five as well. Uh, I'm going with Florin 2, Wale. That was a very good album. Yeah. I like that one. I'm going with An Evening with Silk Sonic by Silk Sonic. It was short, nice. sweet, and good. It was about what I expected it to be. Anderson Pack and Bruno are both awesome, and they're both awesome together. That's in my um, honorable mentions for my top 10 list I had. And then I'm going with uh, a group called Surfaces. It's just a duo. They came yeah. out of a good album this year. Very vibey, yep. Pacifico, yep. That's a good album. That's very like at the beach, let's laid back and have a drink type album. And then I got two more. I'm going with since I saw him in concert this year with my girlfriend, I got to throw the Quinn album out, out there. Change of Scenery 2 was really good and it was really good live. And then last but not least, RIP Pop Smoke Faith. Um, Faith, baby, that, thing that was, was a good one. Sick. That's in it, had, it, had, it had some really good ones. Not going to go into too much detail on them, but I liked a lot. I like those albums a lot as well. Respect. Uh, Joshy, what you got? Uh, my honorable mentions, uh, like I said, Pop Smoke. Yeah, that was definitely some good shit. Um, also mentioned already uh, something for The Hotties. Um, Planet Her was in Oliver's list. So that was Hell awesome. Yeah. Um, dude, this the Shang Chi album that was done by DJ Snake was absolutely fire. And 
I know that's like kind of weird because it's a soundtrack, but it is it is cool as fuck. Uh, and I really want people to listen to that. Um, also, kind of like off the off. Um, what, what am I trying to say? Like, it's not like me to say this, but Ed Sheeran is not my number one, and he's an honorable mention. Equals. Um, and I have Drake off my list, so there's a there's wow. a teaser for not being my number one either. Um, and Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, uh, and we talked about that pre-pod. Like that was technically already released already, but the the extensions of like uh, all too well and shit like that that was so good. So I just gotta throw it out there. Shout out Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Free Jake Gyllenhaal. Free Jake. He didn't do anything. Mysterio sucks. He does. Fuck Mysterio. <laughs> All right, Stephen Gilly, what are your shout outs? Go for it, Gilly. Uh, got a few. Um, Polo G Hall of Fame 2.0. Yep. Unreal Deluxe album. I got a lot of hate, to be honest with you. But people that like, like Polo G, I feel like respected it. It wasn't like, it's not going to make him take the next step that I think he's gearing up for, but I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, ben mentioned uh, Roadrunner, Brockhampton. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I um, couldn't crack my list because it's, again, I, I think at least two of the saturations, two and three, I kind of hold it in higher esteem than that. But um, but overall, really emotional project. And I, I, I did like that too, even with the... the it's the one and two for me that, that might be above it. And one is Iffy. Two is my favorite Brockhampton album. Two is my number one as well. Yeah. It's and, so uh, good. You know, it, I, you know what though? I think that was like the most emotionally tapped in we've seen Brockhampton, and I'm, I'm just sad that this is we only have one project left, right? And then they break up. Uh, dude, I will say this for the record: musicians don't retire. Musicians no, don't true. retire. Logic is the closest one that has, in recent memory, been to retiring. He dropped music after that. That was the fakest retirement ever. Lil Wayne was going to retire. Jay like, Cole's talked about retiring. Logic. John, I think, has talked about retiring. Musicians don't retire. But when it's the group, though, that's where it's like it, they might just retire the Brockhampton whole spiel. You know what I mean? And so that's, Maybe. That's a I think we that, hear but... more music from them in the future. I think it, I, I think so. we get more music from them in like three or four years. That'd be that would be dope. Um, let me see. Uh, Rye Rye World by Mariah the Scientist. I thought that was a really cool. That was the first album of hers I've ever listened to, so I'm excited. Like, kind of like uh, Summer Walker vibe. So I appreciated that. That was an honorable mention. Would have been my top ten. Uh, Montero by Lil Nas X. I'm actually surprised he didn't get mentioned, oh, yeah. but that that was the album that I think we were all amped up for. It did for have some good ones. That was a that's a good, just a wholeheartedly good album, and I I think I appreciated that. And it, even though I had the radio hit. That has the, the solvency to last a while. Um, and then last shout out I think I had was uh, Pyrex Picasso by Benny the Butcher. I just, I, I listen to that way too much. It's, it's not, it's one of those where it's like, I just, I love it. I know it's not the best album. That's why I couldn't put it in my top five. But at the same time, it's just like top heavy. Gets me fucking amped up. Especially, I don't know, walking around the mean streets of Philly. I need to act tough. And that, that album with my AirPods in, that helps me do so. Respect that one. That's a good one. Oh, I'm sorry. And also, I meant the Slime Language, too. Almost forgot that one. Uh, 
That's I right. think that that was a great compilation slash whatever you want to call it group album um, effort. I, I think that it probably got overhyped a little bit, but I think that there's so much on that album that I, I kind of need to remind myself to go back to uh, from time to time just because. I don't know. There's so many hits on that. And I shout out Young Thug, even though punk wasn't like exactly what I wanted it to be. I think that uh, I still think that that was like a fine album. It just wasn't like genre bending, which I don't know. I get we might talk a little bit more afterwards, but I think that's what this year kind of lacked. Not a lot of like genre bending fucking music, unfortunately. I totally agree with that. And that sentiment of Young Thug's album. Unfortunately, I was expecting a lot more too, and just didn't didn't uh, fire in any cylinders for me. It didn't resonate. Sad. Yeah, no, especially after the uh, the Tiny Desk performance, I was all in when I saw him do that shit live. Fucking right. Travis Barker coming out, that was sick. I was like, this is this is going to be a groundbreaking album, and it wasn't. It was cool. It was, it was fun, but it wasn't. I don't know. Not as deep as I thought it would be. Yep. It was fun for that weekend. And then, all right, Steve, <laughs> let's forgot. rattle off all your fucking all right, honorable mentions. I'm just going to rattle them off like an asshole. Ready? All right, J. Cole, of course, was mentioned. Uh, let's see the ones that were mentioned. Let's see. J. Cole. And The Color Blue. That was on there, my thing. Young Thug, I put. I said him. I wanted to mention him, so I'm glad you did that, Gilly. And then uh, my other ones, I have 42 Doug, Freedom Boys. Love that album. For some odd reason, that was a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, I listened to Thames' album a lot. If Orange Was a Place, that was a great album. Uh, Ski Mask had an album this year, fantastic. Uh, Space Bar, Space Bar by Your Old Droog. I don't know if my boy Ben listens to Your Old Droog, but if you don't, you. I've heard him before. I haven't really gotten into his music that much, though. Dude, I promise, I promise you would love him. And he follows me on Twitter now, so we're boys. Oh hell yeah! Uh, I also got let's see, uh, Vince Staples' album. His self-titled album was great. Um, was uh, Trip at Night by Trippy Red. Love that shit. Listen to that quite a bit. But And I almost put that at number five, but I didn't because I, I wussed out because, of course, Drake had to make it. Um, let's see. Cheers to the Best Memories, Ty Dolla Sign and Division. That was a fucking fantastic album with a terrible name. Don't like that name. It's very long and wordy, but the album's good. Uh, Lil Yachty had Michigan Boat Boy. Fantastic. People hate on Lil Yachty. Yes, that was dope. And to wrap it up, if this album was longer, it would have made my top five. No doubt. It's Zach Fox and Kenny Beats. Shut the fuck up when you're talking to me. That album is fantastic. <laughs> that album was way better than it had any like right to be, to be completely honest. <laughs> I mean, totally. if you make that the name of your album, it better be fucking good. Dude, it's laugh out loud funny. The beats are fire. It's Dude, fucking... the last song has like legit bars. Like like legit like bars. Some of the shit he says, he says like my whole team elite leave them with halos or something like that, and it's like yo, that's like actually fire. Yeah, (laughs) that's like like if if I was to release an album, that's how I'd want it to sound. Like only things that my friends would understand. Like us homies, we're all of of that age group. Like we get the references. Like this shit's funny, like really funny and witty. So yeah, Zach Fox, shout out Zach Fox. All the shout outs. Um, so let's get to each of our number ones and then we'll wrap up a small uh, close and take segment. Okay. Well, we start with Ben. Start with Ben. All right. My number one has been mentioned already, but it is Tyler Creator, 
Call Me If You Get Lost. Let's go. And this album, I could literally like write a five paragraph essay on why I think this album is so good. I like am very close to calling, I don't use this word to describe describe albums a lot, but I'm very close to calling it a masterpiece. It is almost on that level for me. And I have not called an album a masterpiece since like, I think 2016. With what? Yeah. Uh, Danny Brown's Atrocity Exhibition. Yeah! The last album that I would describe as a masterpiece. Danny Brown is so fucking unique. That dude's sick. I've, I've had albums, obviously, since then that I love, but, like, that is, like, a term that I don't use often, and this album is so close to it because, like, I think it was Gilly mentioned the DJ drama stuff. That stuff is so good on the album, and, like, the attention to detail on it overall, like, with the production is just, like, so nutty. It's the best rapping I've heard from Tyler, in my opinion. Like, he raps his ass off. The features, Steve, I think, said... All, he brings the best out of each person on the album. Like, no feature feels wasted in any way. Lil Wayne feature, NBA Youngboy, Pharrell, Lil Uzi Vert, everyone else. There's not a single song I can think of on the album that I would take off that I think would improve the album. I think if you took pretty much any song off that album, it would make the album worse. That's how good I think that album is. And the what I really think pushes it to the next level for me is... The fact that with um, the song Wilshire, which is at the end of the album, what I found on re-listening is he does sprinkle in, amongst all like the bragging and shit, he sprinkles in like stuff about that story. And it almost feels like, from what I picked up on, like as much as it feels like he's bragging and like just flexing on that album, is it feels like it's like a money can't buy happiness type message that is like very, very subtle. And I don't know if that's exactly what he intended. He might have really just wanted to flex most of it and have that extra message. But that is stuff like that. Like even just like that, he sparked that thought process in me is like what like drives that album like up there for me. It's an album I really can listen to and like try and like digest and break down, even though even at a surface level, it's just so good. So many bangers, just such like, I don't know. Such, such good stuff. Again, I, I'm not going to go off about this album because obviously, you know, you guys got to talk about yours, but I could talk about that album for probably an hour, but I'll pass now <laughs> after saying all that. <laughs> Massive respect, Ben. And I love hearing that you're on the same page as you boys. It's just fucking all time. Great album. Love it. Let it, let it ride, Steve. Ready? Number one I'm for ready. me. I don't give a fuck. It is Kanye West Donda. And you know what? I say this as a man that when the album came out, I was hating on it because I thought the sparse beats, the shitty lyrics. I was like, dude, what's it? What is this shit? And it was it sounded unfinished, you know, a lot of weird shit. God but breathed on that album. God breathed, dude. God <laughs> breathed. Guess who's going to jail tonight, bro? Dude, it's fucking. And he released the song like three different ways. Like, but I don't care. The album, I like. I don't know. I, it's hard to describe the way the album makes me feel, and it's in a good way. Uh, I my favorite song, one of my favorite songs he's ever made. I was, you know, we all love Kanye, but like I feel like like some of his old stuff more than his new stuff. I don't know. This twenty four is a very special song to me. I think it's the most beautiful song he might have ever made. I love that. I love Pure Souls. Shout out Roddy Rich. Oh, I forgot to put Roddy Rich in my. Uh, Honorable mentions, by the way, that was a good album. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, Donda to me, 
like last year, how Childish Gambino, that was my number one album last year. When I think of 2020, I thought of, I think of Childish Gambino's album, even though other albums were better last year. And when I think of Donda, I think of 2021, even if I like Playboy Cardi's album the most this year, and even if Tyler the Creator's album is probably better, I think of 2021 overall for me, Donda is like the album I come back to the most always. So that's where I'm at with that. Thank you for listening and good night. I'm going to take my crown, Steve, my Kanye crown and just hand it to you, bro. And I got, I got a, I got a big take after (laughs) we're all done. Okay. Uh, with this, all right. Well, let's speed um, through this. A lot, Josh. By the way, we, we don't want to, have to go uh, through a third link. So yeah, let's yeah, we have seven minutes. Quick, let's finish this. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I can't see. I can't see the time. I so, got you. We got seven minutes. Uh, seven Mon- minutes. So, so Montero is my number one album. Whoa, uh, let's go. What? So I was very surprised to hear it only be an honorable mention, and I listened to this album through and through many, many times since September when it first came out. I think it is uh, a. a, a I like Ben said, for me, it's a masterpiece. Uh, somebody that came from literally a joke almost with Old Town Road. And then it got so catchy that everybody listened to it to come to something like this, all that hard work that he put into it. Um, it's unbelievable, like the evolution of Little Nas X. I mean, the last mixtape or LEP, whatever he had, I forgot the name of it with Panini and shit on that. Um, like <laughs> that was, it was good. It was good. But this, it, was good. It, it went all the way to the top with Montero. Like, it is such a good album to me. I love it. I love it so much. Favorite song? Um, Void. Void's probably my favorite song. You're like low-key a big Jack Harlow guy too, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome. I respect that. So what, what does Gilly have for his number one now? I'm curious. Has it been it's- mentioned? No, it is not been mentioned. No one's mentioned Ooh, it. My number no. one hasn't been mentioned either. Oh, is it my turn or your turn? You, you want it's to your turn? Okay. It's your turn. Okay, okay, my bad. I've had it already here. Um, my number one is Pierre Bourne, the late <gasps> Pierre Five. That's awesome. Oh no. Or something like that, and I. I kind of had known of him as a like producer and shit, right? Because he's done a lot with like Playboy Cardi. I think he did he do Magnolia. Yes, he's done some like legit shit. And but he's he's put out these like albums slash they kind of felt mixtapey. But this was like this one fucking hit me. Where I was like, holy shit, this dude is here to stay. I it's my it's maybe it's not the it's definitely not the best album of the year. But in terms of my like top list. I, I had no choice but to, to put it at the top. Um, I think Hulu is probably my favorite song. Switching Lanes, that that should be a radio hit. I don't understand why it's not. Uh, that's with Playboy Cardi. That's a fucking banger and a half. If you haven't listened to it, definitely uh, at least listen to that song. Um, not too long of an album either, so it's palatable. Um, the, just the beats and the production are unreal. Even if he's like, he's only going to get better as a rapper. But, like, it's just such a smooth listen. And, like, I don't know, just driving to that album is the fucking best thing ever. As someone who's got to do a bit of driving, it's like, oh, I don't know how many times I've listened to that album. I think I'm going to have to listen to it. Certified, I, it's, it's really good. It's really good, especially, like, production-wise and beats-wise. It's worth it. It's not, it's not just kind of a, a funny lyrical thing or, like, cheesy lyrics like Drake. It's, like, fucking, it's... High quality. Ah, so you admit Drake does cheesy lyrics. Okay. 
<laughs> you hear the lesbian lyric? In the big take. That is big cheating. Take. Dude, Got it. That's my Instagram. Instagram's flooded with Drake lyrics. Who else oh, can do I know. that? Nobody. I know. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He does. Exactly. He runs this shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ollie. His number one. Yep. My my number one has also not been mentioned by anybody, and I didn't expect it to. But another person I saw in concert with Quinn in '92, and then he opened for him. It's up and coming TikTok star Ty Verday or Verdays, however you want to pronounce it. TV, flawless album from top to bottom. Um. I, I, you've definitely heard songs off of it. You've heard drugs. You've heard AOK. You've heard, um, uh, I'm blanking on the other one that blew up on TikTok, but um, one of those unique stories where, like, he was like the beginning of the year. This dude was literally working at T-Mobile, and now he's in Europe touring. So, like, just an awesome story behind it as well, and uh, you know, a lot of sentimental value with it too. For me personally, so that's my favorite album of the year. Respect. Great fuck- cool. If you haven't listened to it, it's quick. It's a quick album. It's probably in like forty minutes, like eleven or so songs. But top to bottom, uh, there's not a bad song. There's not a bad verse. It's just all him singing his fucking heart out because he loves to do it, and it's all great. Can't recommend it enough. Respect. Wow, we've done it. We've done the top fucking five of the year. It only took two Zoom calls, but we did it. <laughs> we got it in. Any any closing takes here, Ali? Or whoever? No. Uh, all I want to say is that it was great having Bane on for his um, inaugural Small State Big Takes um, parents. And, you know, maybe this can be a thing regularly if I mean, I'm assuming we'll still be around next year and <laughs> Never <laughs> bigger, know. bigger and better than ever. Please, God. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to say uh, sincerely thank you for having me. It's definitely been something that I've like been hoping to do for a while. So when I got the opportunity, I was really happy to be on, especially for this topic. And like you said, Ollie, I would I would love to make it a regular thing. I would love to be on for a guest, you know, even outside of music. You know, if you guys ever talk about movies or video games or fucking shit, anything except sports, really. Personally, I'm, not a, I'm not a sports guy. But any, any nerdy love shit it. you guys can think of that you guys want to talk about, I'm always available and always willing to ramble about it. So, yeah. again, thank you. Josh and Gilly, any closing takes here today? I do. No. Lay it on me. Lay it on me, Josh. Come on. Yeah. This is this is a this is a confession. This is a confession. Let's go. I I hate the new Kanye. I I hate it. I hate it. Old Kanye. And I can't. No, I can't. No, I I hate to say it, dude. Kanye West is probably my favorite artist of all time, and I hate the new Kanye. Like it's like it's just not it. It's not it, man. Like, he's got the same... I did. No, yeah. but, like, just not Donda, man. Like, I was expecting, for me, so much more. Like, I was thinking about college dropout Kanye. Like, family business. Not like not like the hard Kanye. Like, family business type style. I knew it was going to be, like, a, a mood, a vibe. I just wasn't expecting it with, like, the type of beats that he put on some of those songs. I just... I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it whatsoever, and I was really disappointed. So, I mean, bravo. I'm glad somebody wanted Kanye at the top because, like, that's what I want. But I, it, it hurts that I don't like it. And it's with like that, a- we're probably... Yep. 
Unfortunately, that's when the Zoom call cut out. So, my rebuttal to that. Just shout out Josh Martin. I completely respect your opinion. But, I really do like Donda. I like the sparse beats. I like the weirdness. And you know what? Whatever. It's all good. That's why we're here. Small state big takes. Listening to other people's opinions. Not giving a shit. Accepting everybody. You know what? I think we're Rhode Island's most accepting podcast. Shout out to acceptance. You know what? I'm having a hard time accepting the fact that 2021 is over. So in the meantime, I got to give some massive shout outs to my boys. Starting off with my boy G-Baby. Married this year. One of the great friends I have in my life. G-Baby. Always coming through. Always supporting. A decade later, graduating high school. Shout out to my boy G-Baby. And don't forget James Murph. You know what I'm saying? James Murph, dude, the most supportive dude ever. Coming through, opening up fucking, you know, schools for us to play basketball in. She's got the most killer soundtrack. But you know what? Don't forget my boy. Multiverse shout out. Shout out to Peter Parker. Shout out to Jake Ruth, baby. Jake Ruth, the one true other homie that got engaged, married. My God. Jake Ruth, you're my boy. Jake Ruth, the best music taste I've ever heard in my life. Jake Ruth, Infinity, Multiverse, Metaverse, shout out. Alex Fava, where you at, sir? Alex Fava, hit me up on Snapchat, bro. I got a t-shirt for you. Shout out to my boy, Nick Puff, if you're out there. We'd like to have you on the podcast. We gotta talk, bro. A lot of bad vibes with McPuff, but we gotta get him. We gotta get him on. We gotta accept McPuff. For who he is. McPuff, I understand. Who's we have beef You know what? I, I didn't talk to Jim Tomei. Jim Tomei, if you're listening, you got an open invite on the podcast. Yo, shout out to uh, Around the Diamond Podcast. I went on there tonight too. Wrap it up. Here. Shout out to Donna, though. Listen to this instrumental. Oh my God. 24. Shout out Juice World. If you haven't watched the documentary yet, you gotta watch it. Very sad. Very poignant. And I haven't recovered yet. And I'm still sad. Shout out Juice World forever. Could have been the greatest. Thank you all for listening. This has been a great year. 2022, we're going to the top. Either we get famous or I quit podcasting. Let's go. Fuck